with this work. Leila Musa is a senior associate in employment law practice at Cliff Decker Hofmeyer. Thank you very much for joining us this morning, Leila. Welcome to the Weekend View. A four-day work week, what, what sort of implications might this have? Um, is it as simple as just shrinking what you would ordinarily do in five days into four days? Or um, are there other issues that one would need to be aware of here? Morning, Sebenzile. Thank you so much for having me. Um, so, yeah, I think you've actually hit the nail on the head there, um, especially from a South African labor perspective. Um, there are a number of things to consider, and I think in our um, in our environment, the first thing is actually the breadth of sectors that we have, right? So the, the idea here is that um, there's this 180, 100 idea for the four-day work week, which is let's mm. get 100% of the pay, let's use 80% of the time, and let's have 100% of the productivity. And really what that contemplates is the ability to sort of compress the amount of productivity into a shorter space of time. And that might not be necessary um, or, or, or possible um, in sectors, for example, where we work on ship systems. Mm -hmm. So, yes, we want to get people working fewer days, but if we think about how our labor force is structured, how our sectors are structured, we have to ask those questions are we actually going to be getting out the wellness factors, the family and community factors that have been motivated through these pilots by getting people to work? Perhaps what might in the end result in fewer shifts. Mm, mm. Perhaps just uh, talking about uh, you know people who are, who are working shifts. You also have um, you know different sectors as well. We'll we'll have freelancers who are also brought in on different occasions. How how might they be impacted here? And perhaps for people also hold the argument that. Uh, you know, already probably employers think, you know, employees are, are not doing enough. The fact that you are able to compress it, might it in fact have um, adverse effect on how much people are likely to, to earn um, going forward? Yeah, so so I think that that's an important point, right? And the, the question, I think, of how much do we get paid is probably going to be um, front of mind when, when things like this are actually going to be discussed within the workplace. And, and really, that, is, that will depend on how we do remunerate. So within South mm. Africa, many people do get paid on an hourly basis, right? So you get paid for the number of hours you work. Mm. And, and there, you know, if you're working a shift of a specific number of hours, our basic conditions of employment actually limit the number of hours that you can work in a week, um, unless, of course, there's a collective agreement um, that, that says otherwise. And, and, and in that case, um, you know, the, the, the way that the collective agreement can regulate it is only to compress that working week. It's not actually to change the number of hours you work. So mm. if, if you're actually needing to have people work on shift systems, you have to actually say, well, if we have ordinarily, you know, three shifts in a day, and now people are only going to work on four days and, and not five days, you can only work on one of those shifts, right? And that would mean that I'd need to actually have now an additional shift of people. So I'd have to recruit additional people. Mm. Or I'd have to, as an employer, have additional um, ad admin for those people to be on my payroll, et cetera. And the implication of that may be that people are now actually working a fewer number of shifts in a month or in a week than they ordinarily would have. And, and that may, in fact, reduce um, the amount of pay, which is mm. not really what is contemplated um, by these, by these um, proposed studies and um, pilots. Mm.
Mm-hmm. And listen, it's, it's the worst time, given the, the state of the economy, uh, for people yeah. to, to be earning, you know, even a, a rand less than, than what they were earning Correct. previously. This, of course, won't necessarily affect all, all sectors, um, Leila. So which, which sectors are more likely to be affected by this? Um, is, is it more, you know, office job, professional services, yeah. um, you know, what, what of the manufacturing sectors and so on? Yeah. How, how are they likely, perhaps, to be impacted by this? Do you imagine a, a blanket approach uh, to this across the board? Yeah, so so I think in terms of child, you know, we can think of some workplaces. You can think of the office environment, for example, where you can have somebody work for four days and give them their deliverables for the week and say to them, well, you've just got to produce this in a compressed space and have those people... You know, it will be up to their own um, initiative, of course, to increase their productivity um, and, and then achieve what is hopefully the outcomes of, of these um, pilots. However, they all just add the caveat that, that we've seen um, in you know, a pilot that was done in the UK, for example, they actually trialed this four-day work week. And, in, and the report back was that people actually only reported, um, I think it was working probably eight hours less instead of you know, the, the 32 hours less that they'd expected to be working less, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is a small percentage. So, so I think they in the office environment, even there where, where it seems sort of ideal, they are concerned. But then I think importantly is the other sectors, for example, you've mentioned manufacturing, you've mentioned um, other, you know, essential services, for example, we look at, you know, medical response, for example, where we simply have to have um, continuous operations, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, on mines, for example, where we need to have continuous productivity and, and that we can't have our machines stop and we can't have um, our systems stop. And, and there, the, the impact is simply that, we have to have a shift working. Mm. So if you've got to have a shift working, you've got to make sure that you've got somebody working on that particular shift, and that that is going to really affect the administrative. It's going to affect, I mean, you know, as well as, well as I do, that there's a huge, you know, collective labor law force um, in South Africa. Yes. We've, got, we've got very active trade unions. We've got collective agreements in place. And these things take time to negotiate. Yes. These things regulate working hours. They regulate rates of pay. And we're going to have to have um, labor and um, the trade unions as well as the employers um, actually negotiating in Indeed. certain sectors to, to reach agreement. So, so I think there's, there's sort of a, um, a lot more that's required in, in the, I don't want to say less traditional, but I, I would say from the examples we've seen you know, internationally where yeah. sort of worked in inverted commas. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a fascinating one. Leila, we'll have to leave it there this morning.